0: and welcome to Hallyu Juku's 2014 year-end special. This is part one, the girl group edition. Enjoy! Buenos nachos amigos! And welcome to a very special edition of Hallyu Juku. Our Hallyu Juku year-end special. Well, at least one of them. The first one. Uh, and this special is a nice, very, very special special. Cause this is our girl group special. We're going to take a look back at 2014 yeah. when it comes to girl groups. The ladies. Here, behind me. The ladies behind me. Hey, ladies. Uh, we are going to talk about them. Uh, I cannot
1: fucking find goddamn fam on Google music. <laughs> Damn it. Get
0: your shit together. I don't. <laughs> moving on already <laughs> uh moving on uh we're gonna talk about them in a future episodes but moving on uh we're talking about some Go groups uh we're gonna talk we're gonna kind of go through uh with uh, these episodes with each of these uh in kind of a pattern first of all we're gonna talk about some of the views yeah, so, that happened this year
1: well all right let, let's let the 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 viewing and listening public Give them a, a bit of an understanding, right? We slotted everything out into three separate categories. We got our girl groups, we got our boy groups, and then we have our uh, sl- solo debuts. The uh, you know, like uh,
0: groups that you solo know, things, collabs. Things
1: we couldn't place. <laughs> yes.
0: Solo collabs, bands, things that aren't like girl groups or boy, you know, idol groups and things like that. So we have these yeah. like categories. Today is about girl groups, uh, and we're gonna start off with kind of who. Are, are, are the babies of this year, the little baby mm-hmm, girls mm-hmm. of this year, uh, the debuts. Uh, so we are kind of going through kind of a flow, uh, with this one. I think one of the earliest ones that I think I almost forgot about, uh, was Bebop. Uh, it kind of, I don't, at the time, it's almost weird to talk about them now because now the, the way they're blossoming now is more of a band, but they really are at the core, a pop, idol, girl group. I mean, they, they play instruments, uh, but so does the one form of AOA, and let's be honest. Uh, uh they are blossoming into more of a band, but uh, they did debut as a girl group, and it was a kind of very cool, interesting debut. Uh, do you remember Bebop, Kaz? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, no, no, no. I, I, I somewhat remember Bebop. Um, it's just, like they were they were kind of odd in a sense yeah. um and i know they did a couple of covers um and and a lot of their stuff uh you know like when we talk about these groups and stuff like that it's also the imprint that they made on the year yeah um a lot of their stuff was all over one the k' his YouTube channel um so you know that that for us is a really big thing yeah um, I know there was a few articles about them on some of the places that we like to go uh and see articles, but they weren't they weren't kind of this thing that blossomed throughout the whole year. Yeah. they kind of they kind of showed blossom out you kind of got this idea of what they were. I think they also did some, uh, collaborations.
0: Yeah. So the, they, I'm they worked out, they her. worked, uh, uh, alongside, uh, veteran singer wax, uh, and a single this year kind of were on stage with her on music shows, uh, inexplicably. Cause they, they never really have really good sound equipment for live instruments at music shows, but whatever, uh, <laughs> whatever uh but it, it was cool and and ayon actually kind of uh, made her drama debut uh on uh the korean remake of no dame cantabile aka to- tomorrow's cantabile uh or cantabile tomorrow depending on how you want to kind of translate that uh, uh nae's kind of be like uh so it, you know they kind of had they they've been they were they made an impression of kind of being a group people worked with more than uh the mainstream knew about they they had a, a song here and they're gonna have a they had a recently a new song uh which is cool where they actually are starting to write their own music uh blossoming into a band so it they are making headway inside the industry uh similar to kind of mm-hmm. what the are what the group that we're going to talk about is our as her far and away leaders, uh, as far as debuts, uh, in a second. But yeah, similar in the industry, uh, they kind of within the industry, they are making connections and, and making some progress. Uh, but yeah, they were kind of an early group. Um, and makes, make some good impressions. Uh, so yeah, so Bebop, another group that kind of did, well, debuted early this year, uh, didn't, I, I don't believe you were really up on them. I was kind of up on them and mostly knew them as, Friends of crayon pop, which was Bob Girls, uh, provided to us by the very same group that gave us crayon pop. Uh, Bob yeah. Girls was kind of more of a, a sexy girl group from crayon pop, you know, more of a kind of a, a traditional girl group in the sense, but kind of, you know, still had a something of their own style. Um, I, I mostly bring them up because they did make an impression on me as personalities even though the song wasn't the best, it was cool. Uh, and I know you, you didn't, I had to remind you of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. So they didn't quite uh, make an impression on you, but I, like, did I am,
1: I am part of the ADD generation. If you do not stay consistent with your flow throughout the year, if you only really like are big and blossomed over like three months or two months or like something like that, then by the time we get to the end of the year, I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> like, like, you know, and then it's just one of those things. But what I do remember of Bob Girls, it was it was kinda cute. I I thought it was meh at best, um, and, and hoped to kind of see more from them. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things where I like I like what I'm seeing. I I, I kinda like the appeal that I, I I'm getting from them. Maybe not as much as the first group we mentioned, but, you know, in, in kind of judging this out and, and in the Haliojuku who we think, you know, showed the best kind of thing, you know, yeah. it's just one of those things where, where they're kind of the standard girl group. And when they really kind of show what they have and show what they're going to do, that's when, you know, we'll yeah. pay attention or when I'll pay attention, so yeah. to say.
0: Uh, they, 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 uh, as personalities, they are impressing me on, on the Chrome magazine, Chrome specialty magazine, cause apparently Gina plays mean table tennis. And they're mm-hmm. kind of ridiculous and fun, and they, they do have a lot of, they do have a bit of potential once they start hitting their stride musically, when they go into that next phase of, like, appearing on a variety of shows, cause I think they'll, they'll impress on that level, but, um, they, they have some fun personalities, and they, they have talent, so, you know they've got talent uh so it, it, it's gonna be interesting and i i'm i'm oh i'm generally inclined to want to support anything from Conor entertainment just because as a label i think they do cool things uh as a business and and they, they're a bunch of cool people uh but yeah uh but hopefully good things from bob girls another couple of kind of uh, one recent debut and one debut that happened early that kind of, uh, was very quick. And we're going to also bring up in our disappointments. Uh, first of all, Perfles was happened, happened recently with a- actually a very cool, impressive debut. Uh, we're going to talk about it in a second, uh, polished the debuts. Uh, again, I keep teasing. I keep pulling that Johnson. Uh, Purphles did have a-, a pretty polished debut in, uh, one, two, three, uh, one, two, three, uh, their debut track they they impressed me well with a pretty solid track uh and though they it was just like let me see like a couple months ago uh yeah they they, you know they had a very interesting visuals to their video they had a very interesting style uh the song was really cool i'm kind of checking out some of their live performances yeah yeah, it, was, it, was, it was an interesting debut, and I think they definitely impressed as far as, like, debuting girl group. Uh, they've got some fans out there, which is cool, uh, and I'm definitely looking forward to them, because they do have a cool, like, style and intensity, uh, that I'm looking forward to more of. Uh, they're, you know, nice and polished. This year was also, I think, if anything impressed me this year, uh, for this group and, uh, the main group that we're going to talk about in a second, uh, was how polished, you know, p- you know, how polished the, the debuts are, you know, how much care is now taken in, uh, even non-big three labels debuting a new artist are doing so with a bit of polish and skill, uh, which is really impressive. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and also kiss and cry is another one that debuted, uh, <laughs> we're gonna yeah. about, <laughs> but, uh, Kiss and Cry was actually a song that impressed me was actually pretty cool uh and interesting it it wasn't for everybody I, I don't think everybody's in, impressed I know you said that you kind of weren't uh a big fan of it uh but it was well done it was actually like I said uh an artist that was from a label not from the big 3 that impressed with a polished debut uh with their song Domino Game and it had a very interesting sound, kind of more of a Spanish, Spanish pop sound. La uh, ba Yeah. But a very, very, very cool debut. Uh, and we're gonna talk about them and their disappointment. But at the same time,
1: like it's all I remember is this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think there was anything else from them.
0: Yeah. No. Like I don't. I don't. I don't think they even really appeared they, on music shows. That oh, they they appeared on a few yeah, music shows, I, but they didn't really get um, yeah, a say, lot of taking
1: Kiss and cry. I got one music show performance. Yeah. So uh,
0: and a dan- and a dance cover. Yeah. So <laughs> which is kind of disappointing. It's a bummer. Uh but they they had a lot of promise, and. If, if, if they do regroup, cause apparently the rumors are they're gonna disband, they've disbanded at this point, uh, <laughs> which is kind of a bummer. If they do regroup, or if, uh, the ladies do find new homes and new, uh, new places to kind of do their thing, even if it is individually or new groups, uh, I think, you know, there they, they are girls that, that could, uh, put something together that's really cool. And they are they're very attractive. <laughs> uh, but moving on to, I think, groups that did make more of an impression. So uh, we're going to talk about Red Velvet. Uh, well, I show everybody on the doc, uh, Red Velvet. Uh, Red Velvet, of course, was the group that debuted uh, to uh distract everybody from EXO. I mean, to uh showcase the y- uh, new young uh y- gr- female trainees. Female talent. Yeah. Uh, so Red Velvet debuted with a, a kind of a, a, a quite a bit of hoopla, quite a bit of hype, and quite a little bit of promise. Uh, for a girl girl group. Uh, from SM. Uh, of course, when it's SM and they're going to say, hey, new girl group from SM, people are going to listen. People are going to pay attention. Uh, and so, you know, big three. Uh The, the, the debut kind of had quite a bit of controversy. Uh, and you guys can go back to our old episode <laughs> where we talked about it at, at length. They actually had a pretty cool debut. I think I like the song even better than I think uh, quite a few people did. Uh, it was a cool song. I think it grew on me. I think I wasn't initially impressed, but it grew on me uh quite a bit. Uh, and they definitely caught people's attention. That they've uh had a bit of you know lasting presence. They are they are charting well. They they are on the list of like people that have actually sold albums this year, <laughs> you know, at a significant level. So they are starting their career well. And I think they did have an impressive debut. So with, with not only with yeah, uh, think, happiness and with the the recent song.
1: Yeah. I think outside of all the drama um that, that kind of originally slated them, uh even, even their own drama, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they were so encased in drama that like, <laughs> It, it was weird but then you 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 still kind of get a group that showed really well yeah. um and i, I like there the they're also the thing of like it's going to sound weird but like the lost kind of individuality at first and trying to find ways to like show them off to so, like the different hair color and customization things like that um those are things that will that will disappear because those are the things I tend to hate, you know. Like like I I love getting to see kind of the personality of these girls and things like that. It's the reason we love Two Any One. It's the reason we love FX. It's it's the reason we like Girls Generation. Even though there's all those girls in that group, you know, they all have their own personalities that shine outside of it. Maybe not as much as FX and Two Any One do, but you you get those things. So, um. If, if any of these groups can have that at some point, that, that makes them stand out really, yeah. really,
0: really. It's very, I mean, it, it was an interesting ploy that they had for individualizing them, which was, uh, just having different colored hair. And it's definitely understandable because, um, quite a few of them look very similar. <laughs> even, even as somebody who's, and this is, of course, not, uh, we've been, talking about k-pop and uh, east asian pop culture for a good year and and, and over a year and we've been uh, enthusiasts for uh, longer than that so it's not a hey you know asians uh these girls just do look very similar <laughs> they're kind yeah. of a prototypical pretty young korean girl and that is fit for an idol group look so uh it was understandable that they wanted to do that but I think uh it's something that disappeared almost like for their next song uh immediately, and I imagine it's gonna be something that will be continuously downplayed as they as you get a chance to actually learn who they are. Uh you know, variety show appearances, you know, uh music show performances as they become more known uh through various ways. Uh you know, it it uh, I think they definitely have quite a bit of potential. Uh, yeah, they have quite a bit of potential and I think they're going to do fairly well and they, they can, and with their, uh, performance of be natural, they show that they can do something different than from their debut. they view, their debut was peppy and cute. And then this one was mature and kind of, uh, sexy or essentially mature and kind of, uh, mm-hmm. Very in, in a different style, so they they do have versatility. So, uh, they definitely did impress this year. Uh, Red Velvet. Uh, but moving on to other girl groups that uh impressed. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about about uh Ducky Uh, we're gonna get to our uh all-time winners for this year, but Ducky Uyu, You know, you know, I love me some crayon pop. Yeah, you know how I love me some crayon pop. Almost, almost, uh, almost. Kind of cult-like love for Cray- crayon pop. So when I found out that there was going to be a, a subunit of crayon pop, uh huh. I, I was, hopeful. Now,
1: do subunits really count as a new premiere
0: for the year? They do for me. <laughs> when it comes to crayon pop, because I loved this, uh, this track, uh, Docu UU, aka Strawberry Milk, uh, the subunit of crayon pop, uh, came out with this track, okay, uh, with a mini album to, to, uh, accompany it. And it was, let's say that it was every, uh, uh as somebody put it, uh, sound wise, it was every slice of life anime theme song ever. <laughs> uh, but I loved it for that. I loved that how it was just so super catchy and fun and it was cute and, that they dance well and then they they have their names written on their butts and uh and it's the hot twins you know i i, I love me some Choa and Wei, cuz they're they're ridiculous and fun and this gives them chances to be on like variety shows together and be ridiculous together and uh i I love this track what did you think of this track what what do you think of how you know this debut
1: I thought it was I thought it was okay like I, I still if given the choice I like cran pop as a whole then yeah. kind of as this, these broken up pieces of it but uh it wasn't bad, you know, but it's not something i would I would seek out,
0: yeah yeah uh but yeah I, I just wanted to gush about UU because it, it was just so much fun. Uh, but yeah, let's <laughs> move on to our undisputed champs for the year. Something we kind of agreed with, uh, just in general, which was our undisputed champs of the whole year when it came to debuting groups, which was yeah. the one and the 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 four the four and only Mamamoo. Uh, they're oh, a group that that was making splashes even even before they debuted. Uh, yep. you know, collaborating with Bumpkey. Uh. Collaborating now, with, now, uh, uh, guys at like K-Will. You know, th- they, they were making let's, connections. Let's go through this really quick, right? Th- those things that
1: I said uh, in the toll of all these other groups that we came to before we got to Mamamoo, right? Um and it wasn't, it wasn't like we, we went through all these and then, you know, it was like, oh, we're gonna put Mamamoo last. It was just, the way we built that list, and then when we thought about it, it was just like yo, MAMAMOO dominated, and 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 the thing is, they stayed consistent throughout the whole year through their music performances on shows, and and the things that they did, and and having articles written about them, and doing all those things. The collaborations just pushed them out and over the top. Um Damn, Bunky.
0: <laughs> and then uh, then they officially uh, debuted this year uh, uh with a Mister Ambiguous and. It, they they completely yeah. impressed. Like it was just a a great solid debut track. Like right. it was just so catchy and, and fun. They also they also did in a really cool
1: way. And part of that that whole lead up to their their debut is they gave each individual girl their own personality, or let or not even giving them their own personality, but let them show off their own personality in these meetups and, and then into the release and then all that stuff, like each girl kind of shine in her own way and, and showing you who she is and doing all those things. Like, you know, that one girl is the dancer, one girl is the rapper, one girl is the vocalist, you know, like, like, you you know that about this group because that's how they led you into them. That's what they, they gave you for them.
0: Yeah. Um, and similar and, to what we talked about with, uh, something I mentioned back in the day, when we when we're talking about Spicka, there's no weak link vocally. Like, uh, I mean, ex- and le- except for maybe Moon uh, Moonbiel, who is mainly just the rapper, all yeah. the other three girls, and she can sing well, as well, all the other, she's, she's the closest thing you get with a, for as a weak link, but all the other girls can belt it out with the, with the best of them uh, vocally, and, you know, Mr. Ambiguous was a top-notch like debut track and then they came back with Piano Man and we talked about it recently you can go back to which, that episode. which he gushed over yes <laughs> <laughs> because Please. it was just a just it hit right it was a very cool sound very very in you know unique set to them sound very they owned it uh every live performance has been fantastic like they they killed it on music shows like They, they debuted, they, they have, you know, had a polished debut. They, they were, they were, they came in debuting like if they were freaking five year veterans. Like, like you would never know that they were a rookie group because they just had this stage presence. Like they had this stage presence and, uh, charisma that they just like owned, you know, (laughs) they owned the music show stages. They owned the music videos. They just owned it they they you they were there and they were gonna let you know that they were there and you know there's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> uh it was just it was just fantastic. Oh god. Mama Yeah
1: no they 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 fucking they crushed it. They crushed every music performance they did. Um I think they even won a few like uh of the music shows too. I don't, I don't
0: think they—they—they uh. they haven't gotten to winning. I know they—they were—they were, they were a finalist on one episode recently, but they haven't mm-hmm. won yet. I'm looking forward to their music show win because I would know that they—if they if they've won a music show, I would be excited. But they—they they haven't won yet. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. i, I could have sworn that they won one. But they—they—they have—they're doing—they're more hitting the mainstream appeal more than kind of. Cause music shows is more about fandoms than it is anything else. Uh, yeah. And, but they are making some headway uh, mainstream uh, popularity wise. Their music is being, uh, used on like variety shows and like, uh, and on different TV shows. They are referenced.
1: Can I also mention, right? Of, of a lot of the things, especially in the Halyujuku bubble, right? This is a group that that we heard a lot about coming up right we heard we heard one track right we heard Miss Ambiguous viguous or we think we fell heard, in love like, with don't
0: it. be happy That was like the first track we heard that was like them and right uh, it was like a guest rapper
1: um so so let's say we heard those two tracks right we fucking bought the album like <laughs> like <laughs> right after that like as soon as we knew that thing could be bought we bought it you know yeah. uh and 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 th- basically they they kind of in a sense dominated like our mind space because we ended up like dedicating like cuz we were like yo that we got to we got to review that album we got to listen to that album and we we loved that album yeah you know um and so it it's just That, that is that kind of thing that we're talking about. Like, like they premiered for us, they debuted, they stayed consistent throughout the year. Like they, they were, they were hype enough that we went, got the album, we're impressed by what we heard, and like we're, are continued to be impressed by what we see. Because we heard all the tracks already listening to the album, we heard Piano Man, we heard all those things, like, but adding those visuals to Piano Man made it stand out so much more, you know? Like it's just,
0: really good yeah it's just so much so fantastic and, and and uh it makes me excited for all these like debuts that happen this year uh and but most of all it, it makes me excited for what's to come as as, as they explore further kind of their musical style because uh you know, you're going to hear more about Wasa as a rapper because Moonbill is their designated rapper, but Wasa is also, she has a rap solo on, on their debut album and she writes a lot of the, the, the lyrics and she kind of has her own tracks. And, uh, they also have, they also, uh, she, she, she has a lot of songs and they also had her track that uh, kind of wasn't an official release, but was a fantastic video that they posted on their official YouTube, which was Pink Panties. Uh the mm-hmm. cover of Blurred Lines, which shows off the kind of the sense of humor of Wassa, uh and how much and just as as people and as personalities, I think even it, just almost as much as a, a group in a musical act, as people and as personalities, I fell in love with them. Like they're just so much fun. Like uh it's so amazing. Uh Pink Pan. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah. Uh Mama Mo. Look forward to so, more yeah. from them. Mama Mo. Mama the like best debut. Best debut. Just pants down. Mhm. Uh but yeah, moving on from debuts. Uh as I keep showing the doc. Uh moving on from <laughs> debuts. Uh we're talking about our comebacks. Oh, yeah. Ahead. Uh, so we're gonna talk about, uh, when we talk about comebacks, we're gonna talk about, uh, established acts as far, as far as, uh, as opposed to new acts and how, like, the different years that they had. Uh, so speaking of Crayon Pop, Crayon Pop did do some fantastic stuff this year, early on this year, with their track, Oi! Oi! Uh, kind of getting to escape the helmets, finally. <laughs> Coming up with a new, interesting visual, uh, which excited me. And, of course, like I said before, Uh, I love crayon pop, so I was in. Uh, what do you remember? Did, did, looking back, did, uh, did it win you over? Did, did it impress you, uh, their release this, their early Mm release this year? I liked
1: it. I liked it a lot more than kind of some of the other stuff. Um I thought it was, but it, it kept the fun, silly sensibility that, that Crayon Pop has. Uh, which is really cool. um which I think is just kind of what, what they should be and kind of what they should stick to. Cause it, it's fun, it, it's what everybody likes from them and it makes, it gives them their unique quality. Mm-hmm. So. It, it's one of those things i mean not, it, it, a crayon pop overall may not resonate with me personally, but I am impressed by a lot of the things that they do
0: uh yeah they there's so much fun they've had a they had a fantastic year with this release they uh a, a collaboration they did for for firefighters which is awesome uh hero uh and kind of having a really solid year kind of uh variety show wise uh touring with lady gaga. <laughs> Which, you know, looking mm-hmm. back was a, just a fantastic media play opportunity. Also, uh, they've dominated on Let's Go Dream Team, uh, winning all, you know, with four show wins, uh, including dominating, uh, traditional Korean wrestling. Cause, uh, Soyul, uh, is, is, uh, the thug queen of, of K-pop. She, <laughs> she's, she's, you know, if, if you've ever seen, if you've never seen the, the, the guns she's packing, you know, you, sh- you should check it out because she 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 can invite you to the gun show uh <laughs> you know, with a dumb... but yeah, pop had a fantastic year this year on on a couple of levels and it was it was it was just so cool to see uh and Oi uh impressed me uh really well and of course uh like I said uh so you'll'll invite you to the gun show right there <laughs> uh let it load yeah Right there, the gun show. There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, cramp up. Yes, pop, pop, two, three, go, pop. Uh, but some more uh interesting artists. Uh, Spica. Um uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. had a pretty solid year this year as well. Uh, Spica started off this year with uh a comeback for with uh you don't love me, which was. Almost, kind of looking back, it's almost—it it almost feels like it happened a while ago, but it happened this year, and it did happen a while yeah. ago because it was several months ago. But it was a solid <laughs> release at the beginning of the year. <laughs> uh, it was—it was a fantastic track. It was uh, a great follow-up to the to tonight, which was another fantastic track. Uh, it was a cool style. It, it had hilarious giant butt pads, and. Uh, they looked absolutely lovely in the video and, and it was a cool start to their year. Uh, almost was supposed to be last year, but, uh, the, it kind of got pushed back because apparently, uh, he already ta- wanted to sing about poop.
1: <laughs> if
0: memory serves me right. And, uh, it almost got censored. So they had to push it back. Uh, but it, it was a fantastic track. And then they followed up with, uh, kind of doing more promotions with a US release. Uh, which was interesting and actually ended up impressing me. I think impressing the both of us with their US release, uh, uh, with their English language debut, uh, with I Did It and, uh, and, uh you know, came out with a, a, an odd unit in Spica S and now are poised to know. possibly have a uh, solo debut by Kimboa. But yeah. so far they didn't quite have like, it didn't quite get a full-on mainstream breakthrough, but they did have pretty solid, a pretty solid year this year, wouldn't you say?
1: Oh no, definitely. Like, S- Spica definitely impressed this year. Like, Spica's kind of been, always kind of been this group on the, like, lower side of my favorite girl groups, right? You go, oh man, like, can't wait for that release from blah de blah. Can't wait for that release from blah da da. Then you're like, oh, Spica's putting out something. That's cool. Like, and you don't mean it in the the like uh whatever way. You're still excited about it, but they're in that lower end of the girl groups you like, you know? Okay. This year they really, really, really showed how good they are. And they, they put in fucking work, man. Like, they, they came out and they did it and they did it good. And I'm not saying Spica hasn't, hasn't put in work before, but once again, I'm saying in that, that circle of like girl groups you know and love, you know, your two ones your girls' generations, whatever you want to put in there, you know, for me, Spicka was always kind of at the lower end, but yeah. this is making me like really, really love Spica and really really want more
0: yeah i want more i want want more people to like like them and it's they're always of course they're always on that forefront of people's list those like underrated underrated groups or underrated girl groups especially uh and for a reason because they they are really good they uh, like i said they are the i like to call them the girl group of misfit toys because they've all come from different agencies they've all kind of been you know they had to put their they're they're working they've all paid their dues and so far have had minimal success and have had to try to really scratch out what little progress they can of course you know now they've got the guidance of of the the, the queen Ihori. E uh <laughs> uh they have her guidance so that's going to help out a lot but i'm 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 really looking forward to some some to, to more from Uh, uh it's just this year, they definitely impressed and, and I'm glad for them. Uh, that day, that day, if that day comes when they finally, you know, get that first music show win, uh, it's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a, an emotional moment for them. And it's going to be an exciting moment for, I think, a lot of K-pop fans that have been kind of championing them as the group that people should check out. Uh, so yeah, spick up, Hating. Uh, yeah. Moving on, so another group that caught, that had an interesting year, to say the least, uh, had a tough start to the year, but I think found their footing and actually kind of are good now and have, have kind of landed well, which is Kata. So Kata started off the year losing two of their most popular members, <laughs> speaking <laughs> of being Nicole and uh, Kanji Young. Uh, had to regroup, had to rethink what they were gonna, what was gonna be their approach. Decided yeah. that they were gonna have a little mini reality show, a little mini kind of audition show, uh, kind of ba- called Baby Kata. A lot of people like, were skeptical, uh, understandably so, wondering, you know, who's gonna be picked. Somebody was picked, a lot of, you know, there was a lot of questions of who deserved to be picked. We got new member Youngji out of all this. Then they released uh, the new song Mamma Mia and it actually turned out to be a pretty solid release. Uh, Youngji started appearing on variety shows and, and she is adorable and hilarious <laughs> and really kind of uh, won people over really well and Kata is back and doing well. I mean they're not quite at the level they used to be but they landed they you know they they stuck the dismount <laughs> uh they had they had a tough beginning of the year but they stuck the dismount and uh at the end of the day had a pretty solid year uh all things considered would 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 you would you agree with my assessment of kind of the year
1: yeah i i wasn't super impressed by the new kara I liked it, but you—you know—I was kind of like very meh about it. Um, it's—it's it's one of those things where it's kind of weird. Where I think I got used to how, like, because it's almost a new sound in a sense with yeah. with what they premiered with, and I was—and I liked Kara. I really did like Kara, and. I think I was just used to how they, what they used to sound like, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I have to say, yeah, yeah, it, it was kind of a different sound, a different approach, a lot more like disco, a lot more, uh, it was always funny hearing them describe the dance moves as, uh, whacking, <laughs> kind of going back to that, uh, walking. Uh, but yeah, it was that kind of bringing back that style of dance, kind of the discos, uh, disco dancing style, uh, dance. And it was interesting release and it was an interesting kind of transformation for Kara going back to a four person group before they, they brought in, uh, uh, Hada, uh, having to kind of, you know, mar- mark a new identity for themselves in a sense again, like even though they've been around for so long. Uh, but I think even, I think even if you weren't into the song i think they still did like i said stick the landing they still landed well given kind of how they started the year uh and i think they in the end i think they're better uh they're better off like position wise than then i would say a lot of groups out there are uh and i think they're going to be well and I adore Young G. Like, <laughs> Young G on Roommate is hilarious. And her and Jackson kind of being like best friends, like bickering all the time.
1: I gotta are, watch Roommate. I you gotta, gotta watch, watch the roommate. roommate.
0: The new season of Roommate, they, they, uh, like I said, I was right. When I said, uh, you know, it was exactly how I predicted when I said, you know, Sunny was taking her talents down to Roommate. You know, it was like LeBron coming to the heat you know it was like that kind of revival suddenly you know uh you know she was uh, she was lebron uh i don't know young was, uh, i don't know who else I, I, I guess she was uh i don't know she was somebody else june from god is freaking hilarious june from god is the most ridiculous person on the planet he is he is Ridiculous. Jackson is, is hilarious. They work well together being like JYP family. Of course. So they, they're like, they're tight together and they're always with each other. And then Jackson and Young G, cause they're the same age. So obviously they, mm-hmm. can, you know, they, they, they could kind of just be automatically friends. So they end up just being the most adorable, like best friends possible couple bickering with each other and constantly fighting and, uh, like, going on adventures together and being young and ridiculous, and Sunny, uh, Sunny, Sunny comes and goes, Sunny, I think, I think Sunny doesn't feature a lot, I think she's more laying in the cut, like, a bandage, <laughs> like, she, I think she's, mer- a lot of her work might be more of, like, that support role, like, you know, like, being behind the scenes of helping these other people that aren't as, like, variety show savvy, uh, yeah. I think a little bit like how she was on, uh, invincible youth with like Hillman. She's probably kind of helping these people out you know, in the background. So I think that's where she's contributing. But yeah, the new, the, the new season of Roommate is worth checking out. Uh, like, uh, I've already figured out like the various different, uh, analogies for heat members. <laughs> like, uh, you know, obviously Sonny is LeBron. Nana is Dwayne Wade, uh, Jose Hull, the little fat comedian dude, he's Mario Chalmers, specifically because he's, he's good, but he's not as good as he thinks he is, <laughs> and nowhere near as good as he, as he wants you to believe he is. <laughs> so, and June Park, June, June from GOD is Chris Bosch, cause he's one hilarious, ugly motherfucker. Uh. <laughs> Oh but moving God. on. Kara had a, had a pretty good year. Another mainstay that had a pretty solid year that, uh, though we kind of forget about it, was Secret. And well, a pretty solid release. Secrets had I'm in Love, which is a very s- solid secret release, uh, in that it's a very solid release that fits in with Secret, the group. Not that it happened secretly, but, Uh, you know know what I mean. Um, (laughs) Secret had the the release with "I'm in Love," and it was actually it was a fan. uh, I I remember it was it was a pretty solid release. Uh, So, what you want about the company TS Entertainment, uh, which will say a lot about them when we talk about boy groups. Uh, Secret had a pretty solid song, and uh, they as a group had a solid release. Hyosung had a pretty good release with her uh solo debut. Jiun had a pretty solid release with her uh solo song this year. Uh Secret had a pretty solid, not mind blowing yeah. year, not
1: oh, Yeah, no, not mind blowing, but like, Secret's just a really good, consistent group. That's what they are. They are so fucking consistent. They know their sound. They know how to experiment with their sound, and they know like Weird to to do things differently.
0: Yeah, it's just uh, it, it, it was a free, pretty pretty really solid release. It's like uh, I'm yeah, it was a fun song. It was a well constructed song. It was a cool video. Like it didn't do much, but it was a, a solid release. And uh, hill song, hill song. Damn, hill song is sexy as hell. Like
1: you know what her, I'm her, also noticing, her thickness
0: is is life is is, is, is my life. You know what I'm
1: also noticing, um, watching a lot of these videos back to back, is there's a lot of, like, cloudiness Mm -hmm. in there, like, there's that Vaseline, it's either the Vaseline trick or post-editing, like, kind of cloudiness at the bottom of the screen, like, kind of shimmery things going on in a lot of these videos, like, yeah,
0: (laughs) It's like kind Sweet. of that, that odd filter thing they're doing right there. there it's stream-like. It's stream. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's all <laughs> oh, that twerk. Cause that's
1: in the awesome. that's in the Cara video, the Mamma yeah. Mia video.
0: <laughs> like it's had a lot of like that was like give it up for that this year, I guess. <laughs> like, I don't know the diffusion, the the lower screen diffusion. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. the year of the lower screen diffusion. <laughs> I don't know what you would call it officially, but yeah. Uh, but Good. yeah, like I said, uh, Secret Solid Group Hyo Sung, the thickness, the, the thickness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, all uh,
1: right, getting you know one of my favorites for
0: this year. Uh, it, one of uh, your favorites. Uh, we're gonna talk about them. <laughs> These <laughs> girls. Talk about yeah. FX. FX. Okay. Uh, FX had an odd year. But musically had a pretty, a pretty solid release. Of course, with FX, you kind of, you know what it is. It was like pink tape. We have a red light, an album release, which is kind of really cool because they don't have a lot of releases, but when they do release something, it is a full album. It is a fully thought out piece of music that you get to kind of really sink your teeth into. And, and it was a pretty fantastic album uh, in red light. they had a fantastic video release. Uh, they didn't promote long, but when they did, it was, it was fun.
1: <laughs> I will say, I like a lot of the songs on Red Light more than Pink Tape.
0: Yeah. Like, it, it was, it had a lot of, uh, it's tough for me. Like, I, I have, I have an affection for Pink Tape. Uh, it's the album I'm thinking of putting on the docket for Record Breakers as my kind of my first K-pop introduction, official K-pop introduction for the guys, but it's still, like, a debate. Like, Red yeah, Light was I, such a...
1: God song. damn, I love the song Red Light. I love the song, I love the video, like, oh, like, fucking A, man. Like, yeah. Like, and I think, I think, fucking, the, the funny thing is, right, kind of the, the background history of, of this show, and like, all that the stuff that goes into it. FX, I think, is one of the first groups I showed you.
0: Yeah, one of them. Yeah, definitely. Like as far as a musical group, uh,
1: because I think that was when like New ABO was like yeah. the song that I just premiered from them, and I was like really, really getting into K-pop and like annoying people in Hangouts, <laughs> like it's like hey, you want to listen to something?
0: It, it very yeah. well could be. It's hard to remember back what would have been like the first things he would introduce me to, but like, it very well could be, uh, it's hard to remember. No, back. it has to be, cause that's back, like, I think
1: around that time was when New ABO was like, was when they came up with that, and I was just looking for more things, K-pop, cause I was coming off the whirlwind of learning about 2NE1 and Big Bang and all this stuff, and this little, quiet group named FX yeah. uh, w- was premiering. So that's just funny to see how much they've grown since I first knew about them with New A.B.O. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Uh, FX as a group had their release. And
1: now PD has a fucking poster of them on his, <laughs> on his wall behind them.
0: Like, I, I, ha- I bought it with the CD and I'm like oh, where can I put this? Doesn't fit over there. Didn't fit over there. <laughs> oh, there's a space for it. Boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it became my permanent background. I constantly have Victoria and Luna uh looking over my shoulder in every podcast I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like they're constantly watching all my work and judging me. And then, of course, uh for all the, you know, for all the the drama, there there really is no no reason to get into. It. But for all the drama that happened with uh, Sully's sudden kind of a hiatus, uh, they they had a pretty solid year. Crystal, uh, as part of you know, as part of the reality show, Jack Asuka and Crystal had a pretty successful kind of like, uh, you know, reality show. She had a successful year being on you know on dramas. Uh, specifically, you know, starring alongside Rain <laughs> on a main network, you know, drama, uh, which, you know, uh, take, putting my mixed feelings aside about the quality of the show, it was, it's a pretty high profile. <laughs> it was a pretty high pro- profile drama and it was, it was pretty solid. You know, Victoria is going to star in the My Sassy Girl sequel, like of all things. Uh, of all movies to get a sequel 10 years, 14 years later, <laughs> My Sassy Girl and Victoria's in there, uh, Luna is appearing on like, you know, on, on various things, Amber doing what Amber does, just being the, the, the capo di tutti copy of, uh, the English speaking mafia of K-pop, uh, <laughs> which is always, you know, she's always there. You know, being, being the, the godmother of K-pop, uh, K-pop's English speaking mafia, you know? So, so there's that. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, pretty solid, uh, year for FX. And I'm, again, we talked about it at length with those couple of episodes. I'm worried. <laughs> I hope for the best. I mean, they, they've always been kind of, let's be honest, an afterthought for SM. Let's, like, the moment Red Velvet gets their fan club name, I'm going to be pissed. Because <laughs> FX, how long has FX been uh, in the business? has to be like five years now. Four, five years? Maybe four. 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 I'd say four. They yeah. ain't got no fan club name. XO got a fan club name. Freaking, uh Every other group on that label has a fan club and Yeah, names you know what? That's what we need to do, man. Like,
1: like Hollywood needs to make a point on some things sometimes in the world. Yo, know, we need to, we need to march in the streets and 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 fucking the mathematics. I don't know. Like, we need to yeah. come up with a goddamn fan club name for FX, and we need to get behind that shit. Like, we need to champion that shit. Somebody give me Amber's number. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I think
1: you did that work. No, no, did that work? No, no, okay.
0: uh (laughs) but yeah, I mean, FX deserves better. Uh, but moving on to another, to another, again, uh, another long-time veteran group, (laughs) another veteran group having a solid year. Uh, for a couple of reasons, Tiara had a solid year, specifically with their release, uh, their comeback, a sugar free. Or Sugapri, uh, the, the, kind of exploring a different sound. So, they're, they're a, a group that has been through the ringer and has had their share of, you know, controversy and, uh, has their share of haters. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, it is a group that had decided kind of to just, this year, put out a club banger. <laughs> They just decided, mm-hmm. well, uh, you know, their label, uh, CCM, or I guess now HM Entertainment, whatever they call it now, I think HMB or HBK or Heartbreak Kid Entertainment, I don't know what the hell. Uh, decided to put out a club banger, uh, and that's what they did with "Sugar Free." <laughs> like it was uh, the big room sound, kind of a, a, you know, an offshoot of House, and they did their Tiara thing, and it was a solid club banger. And this video is giving me a seizure. Uh, what were your thoughts, Kaz, while I recover? Um, I liked, I liked Sugar Free. Like, I did. Um, but it's all I remember. I don't remember anything else. (laughs) Like, it was a solid release. They, they kind of had their things. They also, you know, uh, they debuted in China. They kind of did their thing there. They had a newer release from that. Uh, where they came up with their cover of the Chopstick Brothers, a, you know, group well known in China, uh, with their song Little Apple. Kind of, for, more or less, uh, was a tiara and a four track, except with different four members. (laughs) But, kind of almost doing their, doing, them doing their own crayon pop thing. But covering a, a, a Chinese uh, uh, artist song with these guys that mm-hmm. do this dumb dance, uh, and are kind of idiots, Um uh, and we can't say it, but it was a fun song and kind of advancing and having a couple of solid releases and a couple of big, you know, kind of career moves and career advances. And also the fact that now officially they are the, they are one of the, I think the longest, uh, living current girl groups that still have their debut lineup still intact. <laughs> but for all the controversy that they had, uh, you know, throughout their whole career, the girls that started the group are the girls that are there now. <laughs> and yeah. you gotta give them that. I
1: mean, that used to be Girls' Generation until recently. <laughs> just to let you know how crazy the year has been.
0: Yeah, 2014 was a motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's like, you know, for for say what you want about them, you know, they they've had and and people. It, it's crazy to think that because you know they've had lineup change issues, but it was always a person was added to the group and it didn't work out and they left. A person was added to the group, didn't work out, then left. It's like. The, the original six, with the original six, and they're still there, and it's the same lineup, and they they, they don't show any signs of, of, of stopping <laughs> with the same lineup. Of course, you know, things can all change. I used to think that about Girls' Generation, and well, that didn't work out. <laughs> uh, yeah. but yeah, I think they didn't have a million releases, but they had a pretty solid, uh, Club banger and they did have a lot of career advancement overall throughout the year, which is really cool for Tiara. And I'm looking forward to more from them because I, I I adore Hyoman. Ever since, ever since invincible youth, I kind of have a soft spot for Hyoman as a personality (laughs) and kind of as, as the, as the, uh, I, 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 I don't, I'm not, my personality doesn't fit the, <laughs> the variety show industry, but I'm going to try anyways, uh, trying, trying to, you know, kind of putting your best effort and it was, it was fun, but I have, I have a software for human. Uh, so I'm hoping for good things from, uh, TR. Uh, but moving on to other kind of groups. Uh, Four Minute had some pretty solid release. Uh, we're gonna talk about Hyundai when we talk about solo singers, but, uh, Four Minute had actual, an actual pretty solid release this year. Once again, collabing with, uh, working with Brave Sound. Uh, Mm -hmm. and kinda, you know what, what it is. And you, and you had, you were a big fan of this song, uh, for sure. I know that, right, Kaz? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, like, I, I, I fucking, I don't know. I, like, four minute is, I don't, like, I hate to seem like the guy that only roots for the established girl groups, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I like four minute. Like, they, they, they do it and they do it right,
0: you know? They're doing it, doing it, doing it well. Uh, they're, they're a great group. I think almost, Underrated as a group <laughs> on some level because you know everybody knows Hiana and even this video is, yeah. puts her in the forefront. Uh, she is yeah. and and honestly, a big part of their collective success really comes down to Hiana's success. Um, but <laughs> yeah, but they are a really good group and that they, they, they put out some really fun song. They they put out a really fun song this year and they put a you know a fun album to go along with it and. Uh, that, you know, they are talented as a, as a group and they, you know, for all of like, you know, for all of the crap people give, uh, brave sound and with good reason for never changing their, uh, their sound, uh, never changing a sound. He at the very least designates the different slight variations of his one sound that he gives for each group. Uh, and does, at least can categorize them as well. So he has at least come with a slightly unique version of his sound that fits four minute well. Uh, yeah. and, and it, it makes for a really fun track. And I think for, for whatever, I think I, I do think that Hiana really does, is not going to abandon four minute. I think she does have an affection for four minute, but yeah, as much as. Oh yeah. Like, we,
1: we always talk about, right? And, and, I, I don't know how this never crossed our mind, and it might have, I just don't remember, right? We talk about all these groups doing these like, oh, wanting to go solo, but what happens to all the other girls, you know? And Spica did the, they're gonna go solo with Kimboa and do Spicka S, right? Yeah. But, you know, we, we have these weird rumors about, you know, what, what is gonna happen when CL goes, um go solo right fucking Hyuna does all kind of other projects, but nothing is ever different about four minute yeah like,
0: you like know it's what I'm always saying? there
1: four minute is four minute,
0: yeah, and it's always there, and but, it, it you never think that they're not gonna be there, right and, but
1: yeah. Yuna goes off, does her thing, and is queen bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> and 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 that's not anything that Yuna herself wouldn't say. You yeah. know, like, you know, it just, it's just is what it is. Like, and it it's all cool, and it, it's just like. Wait, when they go and they do their four minute thing, that's what the fuck it is. It's four minute, you know? And yeah, Hiona Hy- might be at the center, but it- it's fucking four minute. Like, it- it- you never get the feeling that it's Hiona and these other chicks. It's four minute. And then when Hiona goes off and does her thing, that- that's Hiona being Hiona, clean bitch, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you gotta love that. Uh, but yeah, Fantastic's still released in four minute. And we're hoping for, for more, uh, success from them. You I mean, uh, know, they've always been a pretty solid group. Uh, but moving on, I want to talk about AKB 48. I wanted to include something J-pop and specifically AKB 48 because they had a, a couple of solid releases, especially the kind of, uh, what was supposed to be the official, uh, graduation track or at least the last, I think, no, specifically the final track to have uh, one of your faves, uh, Oshima Yuko as the center, uh, <sighs> Maishiku wow. Mukane, uh, which was, uh, even I said was a, was a really fun classic J-pop track. And it was a really fun video, really fun release, uh, had a very, <laughs> had a, had a very odd, but very dramatic music video, drama version music video for it where there was like the apocalypse and then they had (laughs) to, they found shelter and then they found an old stage and suddenly it became a music video. Yeah. That was, that was amazing to say the least. Uh, and I wish I could find that version, but, uh, what, this was a pretty solid release. They also had a couple other ones that uh, didn't come across my, uh, I think didn't come across my desk. (laughs) But they had another pretty solid year, you know, kind of new milestones, more progress in this popularity, uh despite some high profile graduations. Uh, yeah. what what was your assessment, I think, even tangentially, of like the year for AKB?
1: Um, it it was still pretty consistent, but it was really met with a lot of like oh, kind of end of an era stuff because you're starting to see the last of those really popular original set of girls graduate who people were like they're never gonna leave you're you're starting to see the girls who people were like oh they're never gonna leave leave you know um so there was a lot of that kind of going on and like i said akb goes through these ups and downs um as a group and I think right now it's really muddled and, and, and in the middle um this wasn't one of their strongest releases but it is it is really a good one like you said it, it it's a really good one um and but at the same time it's it's like I said it's met with a lot of weird kind of not knowing how to feel bits about it because you know, one of my favorite Toshima Yukos leaving uh Takamuni. Takahashi Minami. Yeah. She's leaving she's you know, she's like been kind of the glue that holds everything together for the group for the main group of AKB forty eight for the longest time. Um so even seeing her leave is is kind of gonna be a weird thing, you know? Um and not really knowing what to do about that, you know, in a sense.
0: Yeah, so it's it's a it's a big transition period for for the brand that is AKB48. Uh, yeah, at, at like the front level. Uh, so it's gonna be interesting. Uh, but yeah. uh, I I the main thing I hope for is the best for the girls themselves. Uh, because especially Oshima, I I I have been enjoying following her Instagram and her Google Plus. <laughs> <laughs> just, she, yeah. She, she seems fun. She seems like, a, she's like, a, like a, a fucking. She's a fucking card. I fucking love her, man. Yeah. I want to I see more of herself. So, uh, I wish them all the best. Uh, but getting yeah. back into to uh, K-pop. see her fucking rocking out way too hard to that pop song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe she'll do a metal band. I don't know. Do her own baby metal. It's like little girls all can do that. Like I can do that. Alright, so sure. we're going to go to, I think, uh, now we're getting to kind of the core of what defined the big releases this year, the big groups that defined, I think, this year for girl groups, even more so than kind of our favorites and people that we like the most. Uh, we're going to start with AOA, uh, Ace of Angels. It's a group that uh, had a big transformative year, uh, big kind of swing big upswing in their popularity big upswing mm-hmm. in their 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 the quality of their the releases um uh, really kind of coming into their own this year this was kind of their year to kind of a breakthrough um uh, and i i specifically even linked an article for to kind of illustrate this uh there was and we're going to talk about this article again because i use it for another uh uh another example uh, but there was a survey, uh, by 144 idols, kind of get, were surveyed on different releases this year, and specifically where AOA won. They won, uh, most improved group. Um, most improved group. And which is interesting. We're going to talk about a, a couple other groups of ours uh, that had upswings this year. But looking at this choice and then thinking back, I realized, yeah, they really were kind of the most improved group this year because not only did they have a big upswing as far as impact and popularity, but it was also an upswing as far as the quality of releases because, like, they really got... Because, at least for me, like, Miniskirt, I think, it was last year, and that was, you know, okay. Short hair was kind of... It was good. But then, Like a Cat, the Sapun Sapun, that was my jam. <laughs> That's still my jam. Like suck Uh like I'm still jamming to that. And it that was a solid release and they've kind of really had that really quality upswing. Uh what was your impression of AOA's year this year?
1: Um, I I could I can agree with the most improved thing. Um the the the, the, the main track, I will say. Which is the one that released uh, a couple of weeks ago? Is just the one I'm not sure about. You know, like <laughs> it, 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 it's a
0: good song, but it just is.
1: <sighs>
0: I think I, I think it's pretty solid. The tough part is, it in is, it's brave. Sound, I think the video just kind of like it's a little silly, but I think you yeah. can say that about all AOA's videos. <laughs> they all have a little element of silliness. Uh, I think. Oh, the song itself was just really solid. Uh and I know people are not everybody is a fan, but I, I like Jimin's little like broken English rapping parts. Like, mm-hmm. you know what it is. Hey, oh, hey, I'm good, I'm hot, I'm fresh, i am fly. It's like uh I can't help but enjoy that. Like even her like ah-ha, ah-ha, like at the beginning of the song, it's like like her like wannabe bird man like <laughs> like the uh uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I would love it if that was the thing that they did on all their releases, but at the beginning was them introducing themselves like we're AOA and she goes, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> while they do the like, they do the wings. Uh I would love it if that was the thing. I think yeah, they they definitely had a big upswing and I I thoroughly enjoy this song and they had a really solid year this year. Uh they, it was just anyways transformative year i think and uh with good reason and and, and i dug it and they've appeared on weekly idol and they were fantastic they're fun on on variety shows and oh, another another pretty solid year uh for a group that i didn't really have a big impression on before even really this the release <laughs> like like there weren't really a group that i was super uh like super following and even now i wouldn't say i'm a super fan of aoa and generally i just really really like the song yeah but i would say yeah they they have impressed me with this and they're continuing to kind of impress me with uh uh the kind of their personalities like i was like i always talk about you know the personalities on like variety shows that does a lot to kind of win me over, especially considering the fact that that's basically how, uh, uh, how, uh, girls generation won me over in the beginning. Like, like girls generation full on was just like, I I watched them take care of a baby and I was in love (laughs) with the group. Like, like they're hilarious and super fun. And then I, I listened to music after that. So that, that is, that is a big thing for me. And I think, uh, it was, it was a really nice, fantastic year for AOA. Um, but moving on, because uh, we're kind of going really long. Um, moving on to another another big big year from a big group. Another su- uh, we're talking about a subunit, and and it's really crazy because we have to remind ourselves they're a subunit because we're talking about Orange Caramel. Orange Caramel yep. early in the year came out with Catalina. Now, Orange Caramel was interesting because Orange Caramel was hyped by everybody else. I'm somebody, like I said, I, I, I got into K-pop more recently than than Kaz or than any, anybody else. So, Orange Camera wasn't necessarily something that was in my, like, wheelhouse or in my mental kind of lexicon, you know, in my, like, mental Rolodex of, like, groups that I knew of. They were like, you know, the, the tangentially, I mean, I knew after school was the thing. And I knew they had subunits, like, just by looking up things on Wikipedia. Um, uh, but they, the fact that orange caramel was a thing I wasn't really aware of. And then this release was coming up and there was a lot of hype around it. Uh, you know, and the main thing I noticed was that they had one of the dudes from guy concert, uh, uh, on it. I was like, Oh, that's cool. That's going to be fun and interesting. And then it came out and I believe it came out while well, we were talking about it on the show. Uh, and I, I immediately understood what the hype was about. Catalina was like a super fun song. It was a super fun release. A, a kind of super catchy song. Uh, it really kind of defined a very unique image and sound that was so super cool uh, about about Orange Caramel. And I was like, oh, okay. This is why everybody's you know, hyped up about them uh coming out with Mm -hmm. new stuff like then you know going back and checking out things like uh lipstick you know the older stuff like okay this is the body work they're talking about and they had a fantastic release in catalina and then they you know sold ice cream and then they they (laughs) and then later on in the year had uh a great follow-up with my copycat uh which was another fantastically fun release uh again a very unique uh, orange caramel sound very unique you know very much displays a unique personality uh different than other girl groups like like the they like their their idea of a sexy outfit is a t-shirt a big uh uh t-shirt with a a girl in a corset printed on it <laughs> which mm-hmm. is fun uh yeah orange camel just had a really solid fantastic year like appearing on variety yeah. shows nana was basically carrying like i said dwayne like dwayne wade was carrying roommate on her back like she was basically the only reason i, I would tune into roommate uh, as well as other people like uh especially once park bomb left uh like uh, but yeah, I know that's all the year. What, what how was, what was your impression of Orange Caramel's year this year?
1: No, Orange Caramel like impressed because it wasn't one of the things I knew a lot about, but it was something
0: that I thought was impressive. Yeah. It was, it was there was two really fun songs and there are, I think really kind of showing they are way more. <laughs> They are more popular than the group they're spawned from. And I wonder if at some point they're going to just going to uh, have to go ahead and, uh, baby, baby metal themselves out of, out of that group that they're saddled with. Cause <laughs> we, we loved and we're impressed by uh, Orange Caramel. Uh, who did we not talk about this year <laughs> after school? <laughs> like this is a subunit. Yeah. They had two releases this year. They had two comebacks. After school, I don't believe had, ha- have had a comeback this year. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think that they should go ahead and leave after school and just be orange caramel. That's, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Orange caramel is irrelevant. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, after school is, is. <sighs> it it, is this thing that exists in the mythos of K-pop, but you know, it's just funny in in a sense that this subunit, which usually the subunit is like, oh, you know, the other girls are off doing other things, but these ones are still going to do music, right? Whereas (laughs) it's just like, everyone else is like, man, Orange Caramel is really amazing. Oh, what's after school <laughs> like, <laughs> like after school becomes the second thought, and it's just weird it's just yeah.
0: weird yeah i think i think yeah i think like i said uh orange caramel is fantastic uh, and nana is uh fun and hilarious and adorable on like uh on roommate and on other variety shows and uh she's and we've talked about her excessively how she's gotten a lot of flack about her personality but i i i don't understand <laughs> She is so super fun and so super sweet and, uh, and adorable. And I, I hope for the best for more from Orange Caramel. And you know what? Uh, if, uh, if after school wants to get together and do something really cool and interesting, and even if it's like, you know, not, if, if, you know, cause they're more of a, you know, interesting, sexy girl group, if they do something solid, I will congratulate for them. I will congratulate them. Uh, even though, you know, they got the rumors of a, a graduation impending graduation, whatever, uh, impending, but I, I do have good things from that, but I, but I love orange caramel, orange caramel, the bestest. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, another group that I think very much as a group, but I think even more so, uh, as, uh, individuals had a solid year just in general was Sistar. Sistar had a solid, a couple of solid releases, especially starting off with kind of their summer jam, the hot summer jam, uh, touch my body, uh, which I would do gladly. Um, uh, just tell me where, you know, it's like, uh, touch my body, uh, which gave us uh, the, the, uh, the wedgie dance <laughs> amongst other things, but it was also a really solid, uh, summer jam and really fun song. Uh, and really kind of showed their kind of, uh, their really unique sexy style and wh- why I kind of, have I- dug Sistar because they're, they're kind of their own thing. They're, they there's so much about Sistar that is, uh, atypical, like, uh, like they're not scrawny and they're not, you know, they're, that's, in uh, for kind of all her, uh, all of her kind of rumors of her having actually gotten work done. She still is not, like your prototypical standard K-pop look, you know, she has darker skin and like, uh, they don't slather on the BB cream and they're all solid singers except for Dawson. Uh, and, but they're, they're just an interesting group. They put out some fantastic releases and some fun releases. Uh, and of course, they, the wedgie the dance got, that. uh, but yeah, <laughs> they, they had, <laughs> Uh still doesn't make sense to me. Uh but yeah, uh I don't know I don't know what else I could say about Sistar. It, it's tough because Sistar is just a fantastic group uh that puts out some s- solid jams. Like, yeah, Sistar by-
1: is Sister is one of another one of those established groups that just they fucking when they come out, they come out and they hit it and they fucking do it right. You know what I'm saying? Like
0: Yeah. That's my body was a summer jam, yeah. Yeah. Okay, as you like, were saying
1: it, It's just I fucking love Sistar man <laughs> Like they're just They're so good at like What they do They're just
0: yeah. They're fun
1: They're like
0: Oh my god those shorts <laughs>
1: I, I love it. It, it. it killed both of us. Like, it just... <laughs> like We will both automatically... Any thought, any process of of using our brains automatically stops. <laughs> we just One both like... When
0: Boda was huh? walking away with those shorts, I'm like...
1: Yeah.
0: Hello there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Um, but no, uh, like... Uh, you kind of, at this point in their career, expect Sistar to be
0: consistent you
1: know like it just is what it is man
0: yeah they're just you know fantastic group they are you know one of the they are now like on that top tier of like the the top tier girl groups you know in k-pop like uh specifically digitally more than anything and we're going to talk about kind of that in a second but uh they are in that top tier and even with their solo releases even with like Uh, you know, kind of their different works, their collaborations. I mean, we're going to get into kind of their collaborations, uh, in a future episode, but, uh, yeah, it is. They're, they're just so fantastic. Like, I mean, there's, there's only so much we can say about how much uh, fun Sister is. Like, Touch My Body was a fantastic jam. I swear it was a, a fantastic jam. And the album that this was on, which had all those really cool remixes, including a remix by Glenn Check, uh, which was absolutely fun. Uh, a remix of Touch My Body by Glenn Check was really solid. Like, it was all really cool and interesting and like, uh, yeah, more great stuff from, from Sistar. Uh, yeah, that, that's all we can kind of say about that. Uh, Sistar is just fantastic. Uh, and they are just absolutely lovely. Again, the thickness. <laughs> uh, Kyoden's legs, goddamn. Uh, but yeah, now to kind of the release, the big releases. Now we're going to talk about kind of the big releases, uh, and transformative years. Uh, let's talk about Girls Day first. Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about Girls Day, because I think I figured out the flow. Okay, uh, with Girls Day, Mm -hmm. they are another group that had a pretty kind of interesting upswing in their popularity. Uh, they released a track something, yeah, something early in the year, and absolutely kind of broke through into that next level. Uh, and it was early in the year and they really kind of turned heads, uh, at the beginning of the year and were able to kind of really follow up solidly. I think this was beginning of the year. Yeah. Absolute beginning of the second day of 2014. They came out with something. Uh, and it, it was, it was, it was kind of, you know, at this point it has nine million views on YouTube. It is, uh, it has put them on the map and then have followed it up throughout the year with kind of other work, you know, hiatus, uh, on the, uh, you know, on variety shows, uh, them on variety shows and, you know, constantly you know, putting themselves out there, growing their brand, uh, and it's been actually pretty cool. Like Girls A, Day, Girls Day wasn't a group that necessarily was on my radar except for like being, th- uh, you know, on that episode of Running Man. Where where they abandoned you? They suck before the last mission.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and he had to champion the whole group the whole time, you know, by himself. Uh, but you know, uh, they, they had some pretty solid releases. They had, you know, "Female President" was a fun song, but this year was a, uh definitely a transformative year for them. Uh, what was your impression of kind of them this year?
1: Um, it was kind of uh, meh. Year for girls day, like, you got a couple of songs out of them, they did a couple of, they did the standard, do a couple of variety shows, and then, okay. Like, yeah. and then that was, like, and then I guess get ready for next year? Like, <laughs> like that just, it just seemed to be like, boom, 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 okay, boom,
0: you know? Yeah, I think, it, it, as far as releases, I guess I can see that, but it definitely, it, it worked for them. Cause they definitely, lifted a new level as far as their popularity and, and kind of mainstream appeal, especially Hyattie. Uh, they, they, they kind of upgraded this year. Uh, and they did it with pretty solid releases. And I think they're definitely geared to keep rising. They, at this point, kind of at the end of last year and this year, they are putting themselves out up there with kind of the, Close to the top groups as far as popularity, especially when you're talking about, uh, with soldiers. <laughs> I think that's definitely where they're really killing it. They, they're hugely popular with soldiers. Like, yeah. and then for those that know that that is one of the things you kind of do as a girl group is you start to get popular with, you know, the, 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 the armed forces. <laughs> you go do the, uh, military bases and, uh, you, you make, you make quite a bit of, uh, money with that uh might quite a of, uh, bit of a uh, uh popularity with that and sojin is adorable and uh and beautiful and gorgeous uh I'm crushing on Sojin uh but yeah let's go to the big I think it's the big three that we're gonna talk about uh we're talking about our Personal, I think one of the, the, you know, the two biggest ones, and we're going to talk about the, the one that was, I think the biggest transfer, like, like the biggest upswing as far as popularity. So let's t- talk about first the kind of the big ones. Uh, mm-hmm. 21 had finally a new album this year. Uh, and it definitely delivered on the hype and the, you know, it definitely was worth the wait and it was their album crush. Uh, we finally, you know, after so, so long waiting for a new actual album from 21, uh, we finally got one. Yeah. Uh, and it so, definitely did not disappoint. Uh, it was a, it was a fantastic release, fantastic tracks off of it, fantastic performances, uh, a little bit of controversy, uh, but, overall fun. I don't know. What, what was, I mean, looking back at 21's year, what, what was your impression of 21's year this year? I, okay. So
1: it, it was a lot of up and down for me, but good God, fuck. I, I was waiting for this album, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 Totally clear. Like this is this is my bias. You know what I'm saying? Like I fucking love me some 291. Like like I I, I get down on 281. Um, and I I did not know I was as excited for this until I heard this album. Um, I I I played like this was the like you know till the tape pops kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like um yeah Yeah, i just i just enjoyed the fuck out of this man and and it was just so weird because in that that thing that we're talking about like these two big releases were on the heels of each other you know what i'm saying like like they were right there on top of each other and we just we just as as fans we just did not know what to do
0: you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, yeah. Right. And it was just, it, it, it's solidly impressed as far as an album. They, 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 was a solid collection of tracks. Uh, as, as much as I had mixed feelings about certain parts of Come Back Home, Come Back Home was a solid uh, promotional single. Uh, you know, they had, you know, Men Boom was super fun, like CL's solo track on there uh it had a really cool solid flow as like an album. Like it had a it had a it had a, a cohesiveness as far as an album uh you know as a whole which was you know surprising considering even like one of the tracks was just like pulled from their Japanese release uh from not too long ago and just done in Korean. Like for for you know given all that it was a pretty solid cohesive album uh you know all things considered and uh, you know, 21, of course, I, as as much as we kind of play out the idea that, uh, you know, I'm the someone and Kaz is the black dragon or, or whatever was, you know want to make of that, 21 is a group that I, I just absolutely love and adore. Like, just uh as far as, you know, musically, like, they are the group that I most want to see live as far as, like, K-pop girl groups. Period. Like, I want to see them live. I want to see them perform. Like, it would be it would be a dream to kind of just see them like uh you know up, up close to kind of see that performance uh yeah they just had a fantastic release yeah uh,
1: i mean i mean all right so so all right. this is this is my thing on anyone, right anyone is one of those groups that no like almost almost no matter what it's really hard to displace them now that they've solidified their spot. You know what I'm saying? And this year was the test of that. Like, this year was really the test of how hard can they fall. And like, even with that, people are still like, yo, when do we get another 21 album? (laughs) Like, you know (laughs) what I'm saying? Like, that is that solidification of, of... of so good and and really really like hot shit <laughs> like yeah. like you don't get no better
0: yeah it doesn't get any better and it's just uh, I want I want so much and then even having not just new releases even gaining popularity with old releases because uh one of the kind of the big things was this year uh quite a bit of main quite a bit of uh exposure for their three, at this point, three year old song, I am the best, negache chalaga, <laughs> uh, because it was used on Microsoft Surface commercial. And <laughs> it was kind of awesome. <laughs> and I love it. And it was, it was so much fun to kind of hear it in that damn, that random commercial. Like every time it would, it would come on my TV and I would hear, I would hear that beat. I was like, negache <laughs> And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was just so excited. And then. You know, people started kind of actually finding out who they are and it was cool and like, uh, you know, people listening to, to the song and it was being played on radio and we get to laugh at the fact that some radio stations, uh, censored Nega. Um, uh,
1: well, I mean, come on, right? Like, like, w- w- yes, we, we have this thing of, uh, we understand what it is. We understand the whole like, like under underline we understand the meaning of the word in Korean and what they are talking about but to the outside world yeah. right where you go okay yeah no they're in another language what did they say oh my god no you can't say that it's like no it's a word in their language chill out it's like no 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 no
0: yeah. <laughs> it's just i think it was a mindless decision by one person who was in charge of like Alright, oh, Nega, Nega, okay. Like, he wasn't even, like, he didn't even... I don't think that person that made that decision was even affected by it. It was just so the turn, like, turnkey. He was like, oh, Nega, 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 okay. This person's, you know, okay. Alright, moving on. <laughs> Put it out there. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, uh... It was just kind of turnkey. Uh, but yeah, it, it, 21 had a fantastic year, all things considered. Uh... And we hope for the best. And we hope for the best for CL's US debut. Uh, it's going to be really fun, really good, or hilariously bad. Either way, we win. <laughs> Either way, we win. And, uh, in, on some level. So, uh, we we'll look forward to that. Of course, the other kind of the, the twin pillars, uh, we're talking about the other big release that happened around the same time was My Girls, uh, it, It's backwards if you can speak Korean. I'm sorry, I got a (laughs) knockoff. Sunyo Shade. supposed to be the other way. Uh, This
1: this was a this was a split because these two albums came out back to back, and we're like, I'm like, yeah, we got to review that 281 album. Pete's like, well, we got to review that that Shade album. (laughs) Like (laughs) like it has to happen. Um,
0: Girls Generation came out with Mister Mister uh you know anticipated mini album of course it, th- they not as much of a gap between releases but it had been a good year since they they had like a day korean release uh you know and the last one before mr mr was i got a boy <laughs> which is like i said not my favorite song <laughs> to say the least uh Mr. Mister, and it definitely impressed me. It was a solid release. Like I said back then, uh, they did, they accomplished almost as much as 21 did in a mini. <laughs> uh, almost as much as 21 did in a full album in their mini. I think as far as the kind of having solid release, the mini kept it cohesive, you know, nothing too kind of jumpy, even though it, it did visit some different genres. It didn't kind of, it didn't, Jump around too much because it didn't have time to. Just a nice solid set of tracks. I mean, they weren't. Uh, they had some really fantastic like album cuts, uh, and Mr. Mister Mister is a track was cool and and new enough on a couple of different levels. Uh, the dance was really cool. The video was not. <laughs> but, I mean, you can go back to our review and talk. We we talked about kind of the video. It was. It, 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 you know, there was a lot of drama with that video, uh, where, uh, somebody needs to tell SM Entertainment what Dropbox is. Cause, seriously, Dropbox, or Carbonite, fucking Carbonite, back up your shit with Carbonite, uh, <laughs> or something. Like, there's a million backup services that you can get to not have your shit corrupted and lost. Then you don't have to release this thing, but, oh well. I still loved Mr. Mister, uh, as an album, as a mini album and as a track, uh, and and it was, it was fantastic and, and it was more of what I dug from Girls' Generation and more of the good part of Girls' Generation. Now, Mm -hmm. going, looking back is at this release and kind of, I I guess the, their year musically, what was your impression?
1: Um. I don't know, cause all of it to me is just related in that who was gonna release first thing, and then both of them really being good releases. Like, like you know, we bought both of these albums and went through them, and they're they're both really good. Of course, for me, I listened to to anyone way more than I did the Girls Generation stuff, but both albums were really, really good, really stand out like portions of the year for for. These lists of things that we're, these lists of groups that we're going
0: through. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and I think that's mainly to kind of defines the year musically for me. I think, uh, Mr. Mr. was just a really fantastic release. And then they kind of kept doing their thing and they had a solid promotion. They won several music shows and kind of dominated, uh, as, as they are want to do. Uh, and I would say, uh Tetiso was kind of a bit of a disappointment, but it was a solid release. Uh it wasn't the best. And then uh all things considered it was a good year for girls' generation up until the Fire Nation attacked. Uh until <laughs> until uh until they decided uh until the family decided that, you know, once you start working for yourself and don't cu- give the family a cut, uh you're out of the family. <laughs> uh <laughs> and they decided to to kick Jessica out of the group, which was not it was just not not my favorite move in the world It was uh you know you can go back and forth it, Jessica is one of the premier vocalists on the group. If you talk about one of the things that uh people have said about the group is about the harmonization the kind of the cohesiveness of nine singers, and anybody that really understands the group can tell you. That's putting a little generously, cause it's six at best. <laughs> six singers at best. You can, could, you can just qualify Hyoyeon, uh, Yudi, and, uh, Yuna, pretty much, as far as like, uh, Yudi, and, what, Yuna? Yeah, Yuna. Yuna, Yudi, and hyo as far as like being, uh, uh, being, uh, constant singers. And it's mainly about Tetrisil. Sonny and Jessica and Sooyoung Young sometimes, <laughs> like, uh, and Jessica was one of those people that like people ha- wondered why she wasn't in so Why was Tetriso and not, you know, Tetriso or Tetriso, you know, uh, Jetsiso or whatever, you know, was it why, why she wasn't part of that group? Uh, cause she was a competent singer and it, it was a weird ending to kinda of have uh, for for a solid year from Girls Generation and it was a weird year for them. I don't know. Oh, oh. did you have any impression what kind of kinda your reaction to Jessica again booted? <laughs> it's silly. For yeah.
1: someone who's been in that group as long as that group has been around and like it's just fucking stupid. Like Yeah. It's it's just dumb.
0: SM Entertainment is not on our uh, not our favorite company in the world. It's <laughs> the same news. Right, now, no. well, right, right now. now,
1: they're 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 fucking up. And yeah. let's just let let's
0: let's not let's do on. drama right now. Yeah. Let's not do drama right now. Uh let's move on to the last group because we've got we got, uh, still got quite a bit to talk about. Uh, I think i I'm putting them at last because I think it had they had the most interestingly transformative year in the sense that they really kind of had their big upswing this year as far yeah. as going into that top tier group level uh, mm-hmm. which is A pink now A pink was up there as a t- as a high end you know high tier group already la- at the end of, you know late last year with no 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 uh that was a solid track it i even won a couple of times on some music shows. It was you know referenced people knew it you know it was referenced on gag concert because mm-hmm. so you know you, you made it there uh so they had a pretty they were going good they had some really good momentum and this year really was a pink's year as far as putting themselves on the map Ape, yeah. it started early with Mr Chu. First of all, it started before this year again with No 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 and with, uh, Ng, uh, really impressing on the, on Reply 1997, uh, and you know, doing some work here and there. And then this year, it was Mr. Chu, which was a really cool, cute, fun track. We talked about it when it was released. It was exactly in their warehouse, exactly what fits in their fandom and, and was well done. Uh, and they promoted it well and they started to really gain momentum this year from that. And then, the, you know, Unji was on another drama, Trot Lovers. They were, you know, putting themselves out there on variety shows. Bomi did Taekwondo on a variety show and that was awesome and fun. And, uh, you know, they were doing their thing. And then now they have Love, L-U-V, uh, L-O-V-E, Love. And now, that- they really, this is put kind of that stamp with this release. Uh, some have kind of criticized saying that it, they're robbing an empty house, which is kind of dumb and big 20 haters. <laughs> I know there's not a lot of huge releases right now, but you know, good boys out there and, and, uh, Yuma Ray's new track is out there. So they are impressing. They are really solidifying their spot. LUV love now at this point. They're on their 13th music show win in a row. They've had, uh, triple crowns on both, on Inky Gaio music show, music core and, uh, music bank. As in three wins, three weeks of wins on all three of those shows. They've had a, you know, show champion wins. They've had other show wins. Thirteen music show wins. And they really are one of their top tier groups this year. Uh, wh- what has been your impression of Pink's year so far?
1: I mean, so, uh I love fucking a. a Pink. I wasn't super 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 into the LOVE or LUV love yeah. song. Um but a lot of the other stuff, like like see here here's the thing why for for us and I think for this year when you go kind of from let's say secret down, right? on our list, right? From secret down Especially when you get to, no, 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 no. Let's say, let's say, let's, let's take standouts, right? Secret FX, 4 Minute, and then Girls Day 21, Sunishi Day and A Pink, right? Their year wasn't solidified by one or two songs. You know what I'm saying? Like, of, of those groups that I mentioned, like, their year wasn't just solidified by one or two songs from their album. You know? Like they really, really, really put in work to solidify their years, and I think a pink out of everyone just kind of came into this year with like this light shining on them that like almost in a sense like had, as if no one had ever heard of them before
0: <laughs> yeah like they they've really kind of put in put in a lot of work and really kind of solidified their spot. And I, Mm -hmm. I, I, there was this this article on all K-pop, and I really looked for other places to, you know, to talk about this article, but there wasn't really any any other place that laid it out as well as as all K-pop. So forgive us for talking about an all K-pop article, but let's go. Uh, because it is a dumb article. They kind of put a a kind of a dog bites man article about gayon charts, uh, overall, you know, girl groups of uh 2014. Because hey, Cass. Did you know that 21 hmm. dominates in digital sales and Girls' Generation dominates in physical sales, therefore reflecting how they appeal to different demographics and markets? Did you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh kind of, yeah. Because <laughs> like, that kind of oh. shows in yeah, the way that they promote.
0: <laughs> it's almost like everybody that's into K-pop knows that. And this <laughs> just shows what everybody already knew. And everybody talks about it in every comment ever. Uh, so that really, it, putting that as a headline, uh, because it shows right here, digital song sales, 21 kind of dominates with Sistar uh, trailing and A-Pink at number three, uh, and then falls along with uh, Girls Day, AOA, and Girls Generation kind of being uh, number six, uh, which is actually kind of telling. Uh, and then you talk about physical sales, number one, Girls Generation. Number two, A-Pink. And then, you know, FX right behind them, uh, 21 right behind FX, you know, they still sell physical, they still sell well physically, and then you go to the overall kind of a combo and the number, th- you know, the top three are Girls' Generation, 21, and A-Pink. And the reason I linked it is not for the kind of the, you know, Girls' Generation, we already know that part, but what I really want to talk about is the fact that A-Pink across the board were right there at, in the top three. Either number three mm-hmm. or number two across the board, not just they do one well or they do the other well. Cause you, you know, you look at both of these charts and some groups did well in one and not the other while the other groups did well in the other and not the, not the previous one, but a pink was solidly in, in that high spot on both charts. So a pink has an overall, it has really solidified their popularity overall this year. And I think. I, it's safe to call 2014, I think in general, a pink seer, uh, yeah. in my mind, just in general. A pink yeah. has really solidified their spot among that top tier group.
1: I mean, it, I don't know why I'm struggling with this, but it's kind of just, it, it's what we talk about, right? Dominated in things outside of of um their real house you know doing the dramas and things like that you know the, the variety shows they kill it every time they're on one like they kind of are clamored to have on variety shows uh the whole like just the album and like just the releases in general and how consistent they are with it and it just Everything about A-Pink just is is kind of this just lovely kind of fun thing that you love about K-pop, you know? Like they are that good representative of the things that you love about K-pop.
0: Um yeah, pretty much A-Pink good year for A-Pink. Good mm. job in 2014. Um so let's look back kind of overall. Let's look at co- a couple of things before we wrap up. Um, let's talk about some of the surprises, and we just jotted a few down, uh, and we can talk about a couple of our surprises. One of them, yeah. I think for me, I think for both of us, uh, but definitely for me, was EXID. Um yes. It was t- on two levels. A surprise for me at how much I really dug their song, uh, it was like a time-release thing with their song We Are, or Up and Down, uh, because it was a song that, it, it was released. I checked it out. It was like, Oh, this is cool. And then I kept going back to it. Uh, I was like, Man, this is, this is kind of my jam right now. It's like, we at it. We at it. And like, uh, and we're talking about Ellie. I think when we talk about Hiana and, and the sing, you know, the solo artist release, uh, and she impressed me with kind of her work on Hiana's solo album, uh, mm-hmm. Ellie, the rapper in the group and kind of checking out her like underground rap, like, uh, past like our releases in the past, checking <laughs> that stuff out. Uh, and it, it surprised me, and uh, and then I think everybody was surprised with how one single fan cam could resuscitate a, a single like it did for them, <laughs> like three months after it was released. Uh, were were you? Was it as much of a surprise for you, kind of with uh, exits, kind of like? Booming, you know, the popularity from just one simple fan cam.
1: Yeah, like, well, not even just one simple fan cam. One song that was released a while ago as well. Like, you know, like, like, it was this song they had already kind of performed and were kind of like done with um, and kind of moving on to the next thing and then just resurgence of this song to just like bring it back to the point where they are like, well, of course now we have to keep performing it. You know, <laughs> like, like even they said that, like, in their little interviews, like they have a little interview on, um, on one McKay, if you go look at it, where they're just like, you know, we, we were like, kind of looking to what was next. And then, you know, we're, we're, we're looking at things and we're like, oh, hey, look, the song went to, you know, like number 30. Oh, cool. You know, then we look again, and it's like, holy shit, it's number 12. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, cool. Hey, you know, and but we're still working on new stuff. And then we're like, look again, like, wait, what? No. Wait. And then you, you go, you go get the, the other person and you're like, you look, it does does that say what I think it says? They're like, hold on, let me go. I someone else. Like, <laughs> does that say what I think it says? And they're like, the, it's number one. Why is it number one? <laughs> like, it's um,
0: like, Oh it's my God. Just, and, it's just it was it was an exciting it was it was just exciting to kind of see this really cool like little jam uh gain a little bit of popularity uh even a little bit afterwards and uh, exid is a solid group and I'm a, they have a, I'm looking forward to uh more from them they 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 uh as soon as I start using the fact that you know, this little bit of popularity kind of go forward and put out some new stuff I'm looking forward to that. and I'm I'm looking forward to also how Ellie. Uh, grows as is kind of a composer and a songwriter because she seems like she's going to be kind of the, the creative force behind this group because like she wrote this song and she, she composes a lot of stuff for, for other artists and, and writes some stuff out there. So it's like, uh, her kind of solidifying herself in, in, in her position there. And, uh, Hwa is just adorable. And she's, she's, I think she's becoming my bias, uh, in <laughs> Uh, but yeah. Uh, another uh, another surprise for you. I'll let you kind of uh tell about the next surprise. You were you yeah. Were, you were,
1: it was kind of the you didn't think it was gonna happen so soon, kind of thing, which was uh the Oshima Yuko Oshima Yuko graduating from AKB48 or or
0: taking yeah. her steps to graduate from AKB48. Nobody um, was expecting. <laughs> Like, no. it was a, the 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 announcement was just like it was at this event that had, it wasn't an AKB48 event. And just like she just said, "Oh yeah, I'm graduating." Like what? What? Wait, what? What she she said she she was graduating uh, high school, Or she's she graduating her community college, right? Or what she what what she say? <laughs> and it's like, oh. And you saw the girls in the background kind of breaking down and crying, it's like they were like, they they just like, oh, I don't know, right? Uh, and it was adorable, but it's like, yeah, uh, it's I mean, tough. It's it's weird, man. Like it is,
1: you just don't know what to think or don't know what to do, like because this is the thing, you know. She she's been this consistent thing in the group for the longest time, and. I just she's kind of the thing that's always there, you know, like and and then even still, like her and and uh Takahashimi me, like are these things that are, are you're just like, okay, those two are are stalwarts, you know, like they're gonna be there, you know, like no matter how many times I take a break from this group, my two favorites are gonna be there, and then no. They're not, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, they're, they're gonna be gone. And I'm like, I, wh- what? I don't know what to do. I don't know how to just, I don't know what to do about that
0: at all. Um, yeah, and I think, uh, yeah, it, it was, it was, it, it, I can imagine. I mean, I'm not as, uh, into kind of the, the AKB world as you are the AKB verse, the 48er verse, as I like to call it. <laughs> yes. Uh, I still never finished f- that anime. uh but yeah i can imagine it's tough seeing kind of your favorites kind of graduate you know oshima yuko takamina some of the kind of the 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 pillars uh even just looking at from like a tangential uh standpoint those pillars kind of going uh leaving uh but even like i can relate i guess in a little bit seeing (laughs) we're going to bring it back around uh, another big surprise this year for both of us was a lot of like the 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 big changes and breakups and like gone solos. Uh, we had Jessica kind of get ousted from Girls Generation. We had yeah. girl groups kind of get disbanded, even though they had solid, you know, uh, releases. Uh, we had kind of, uh, you know, big tragic events. It was 2014 was a motherfucker. And yeah. I'm kind of, as much as I loved a lot of the music releases and all of their products, I'm glad to see it end. <laughs> 2014 wasn't all fun I mean, and games.
1: It, it, it's been this year where we've seen kind of some of the evil of the record labels. um yeah,
0: which we're going to revisit once we talk about boy groups, but yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, and just, like, so many weird things, man, just, that just have made this year just like strange and, and it, like, you know, like you said, just, just the, the, the stuff with 2N1 of possibly breaking up, Girl's Generation, Spica, like, changing, you know, into this, this singular person as, with, and then Spica S, and just like this, this, not knowing what's going on with a lot of these girl groups and things like that. And, and fearing for established girl groups that you've known for years that you're just like, you know, all of a sudden they're just being talked about being disbanded. And you're like, wait, what? Like, what? Yeah. what? Like, like, no, <laughs> like, why would you do that? Like, how is that a thing? Like you can't, yeah. but it's been this weird
0: year where a lot of this shit is going on. Like, and nobody really knows what to do, Like. I think- it's definitely, and we're gonna it's gonna be a, I think a theme throughout all these uh year end episodes uh I think all throughout this week oh, we're gonna be putting out a lot of content this week. this is crazy. We're crazy people um we're gonna be talking about how this is this was these past couple years this year specifically was were trans- was a transformative time. I think it's gonna be a big pivot point I think mm-hmm. right now. Uh, it's something we've talked about recently in episodes, how this is, I, how I've observed that this is a big pivot point. Uh, I think with how the industry works, how the industry looks, how the industry sounds, uh, and I hope that it pivots for the better. I think if more of, you know, you know changing companies for the better, calling out, uh, you know, companies that need to change how they look at business you know <laughs> like the, the uh, hopefully the industry changes for the better uh and i think that's a, that that's my biggest takeaway from this year uh is that it's a big era of change uh this is a phrase i'm going to revisit a big era of change and i hope that it changes for the better uh, what well, well, what's your takeaway yeah. from this year girl uh, group
1: i mean kind of I, I, I feel mostly the same way. Like I yeah. I loved a lot of what we got musically this year. I loved a lot of the new groups. Well not a lot of them. I loved one. <laughs> <laughs> I loved you know I loved the the new groups. Um and yeah. I just it it was musically right if we talk about just musically and and you forget a lot of the the dramaticism of it it was a really great year for k-pop in general um but there was just so much background drama and and sadness and just craziness that like it it kills a lot of the fun that we we got to have you know and it 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 kind of spaces out the fun too because you you have this moment where you're having fun and everything's cool and then you're hit by this big dramatic thing and yeah you don't really know how to feel about it and then the next fun thing tries to come along and you want to have fun with it but you're still thinking about the last sad thing that happened and you just you you can't wrap all your emotions around these things so it's just been a weird year
0: you know yeah. being a K-pop fan yeah. So, and real quick before we finish up, because we've we've been gone for a long time. <laughs> yeah, a lot longer than I think we thought. I, and God bless you for sticking with us, if you have. But I, I doubt anybody's with us still anymore. But uh, real quick before we wrap up, uh, 2014, 2015, in cake and girl groups. What are you thinking? What is are you anticipating, and what are you expecting 2000, in 2015 when it comes to girl um.
1: groups? So, the elephant in the room, I'm expecting Mama Mou to shoot up. um I'm expecting them to to take next year by storm now that everybody is has had their taste of them and knows kind of what to expect. I'm expecting them to solidify that sound like I always talk about solidify that sound that that everybody knows and loves from you um and then kind of take that refine it. And, and, you know, it, they came out this year, is what everyone has to remember. This is their, this is their debut or whatever, you know, and that strong of a debut, you only expect to see bigger and better things, uh, coming from them. Uh, I wanna see kind of, uh, I don't wanna use the word purification, but I wanna see this solidification of like, keeping our groups established you know I, I don't want i don't want any more of this kind of muddling with the groups yeah. especially the the established groups you know what i'm saying yeah. like like I, the the industry really needs to kind of sit and take a look at itself and i mean we're going to th- – this is kind of going to get reiterated when we get to boys too but yeah. it, it needs to look at itself and and really Understand what it is and, and kind of solidify itself for for what it is and what it continues to be, and like it, let these groups grow and do what they need to do, and, and pay people what they're worth, and not mess around too much, you know? Because it just it just kind of ruins the fun of it like like i said before because it, it makes you start to wonder if you can even have fun with it you know and you don't yeah. want to walk away because you know you you kind of grow close to these these groups in, the, in your fandom but then at the same time with all the other shit that's going on in the background you, you don't really know what to do you don't know if you're if you still support the group or if you just totally walk away you know like and it it makes a lot of things mixed and it makes it weird you know because there's just a lot of this where a lot of times we're like well i want to support the girls and i want to support the group but i don't want to support the label anymore you know
0: yeah <laughs> yeah so and, and the, the and the next big thing for that is going to be with sonamu from TS entertainment where i don't want to support TS entertainment but it looks like they're going to come out with a girl group girl version of p.a.p which is going to be interesting. <laughs> so who knows what's going on that, because they just dropped that video two hours ago uh, uh, when they started this episode. So uh, we're going to have to go check that out once we cut out. But it's going to be interesting near, near next year, 2015. Mamamoo, I think more from them, is going to be really welcome. Uh Again, A-Pink laying their foundation of dominance. <laughs> uh Hopefully 21 kind of, Coming back to being a solid group, you know if you want to be optimistic uh but uh we we can only hope for the best and uh, 2013, 2015 i mean it it's just it's it's we can only hope for the best i think well let's see uh that's yeah. it for our discussion on girl groups uh it's been two hours uh, we're sorry um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, that's, that's, that's it for us. Um, we're gonna talk about, once again, stick with us this week. We're gonna talk about boy groups in our next episode. Uh, so look forward to that. Follow the things, subscribe, share. We're not gonna go through all the spiel. So, uh, subscribe, share, like, iTunes, Stitcher. You know the name. You know who we are. Until next time, hasta los swivels.